action. <laughs> Welcome back. It's been a long time since we recorded anything. I don't remember the last time or uh, how long ago it was. I think it was last summer. Today's April 14th in the midst of a pandemic quarantine. Man, that's been this. That's almost like a year ago then. Yeah. All right. It's like a baby. We're just we're having a, a baby. You know <laughs> it's been like nine months. This show is like a newborn baby. <laughs> so I thought, uh, in the midst of everything going on, and born again, wash your hands. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Safety, safety, safety. That we would do some food facts and um, things about food safety. Food safety. Mm-hmm. Got to stay safe. So, um, what do you know? Is uh, bar soap or liquid soap better for hand washing? You're asking me. Yeah. I think I would say liquid soap, but I mean, I mean, again, against what? Against like a zest? A bar of soap. Like Irish it doesn't, Spring? It doesn't give a brand name. Well, that's what I'm, you know, I generically speaking, to where like just liquid versus bar. A generic, yeah. Yeah. I'd say liquid's probably better, but I don't know. I think people think liquid because it's like, and then yeah. it's in your hand. Yeah, it seems it seems like it uh, covers more ground. <laughs> it's just a easier way to, to get all the germs uh, killed. Yeah. In my mind, but I don't know. That's what I think. I think liquid. Yeah, well, we switched in our house mostly, not all the way through yet, but to back to bar soap because of the plastics. What? So what? I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Have you noticed that we're using more bar yeah. soap than yeah. than pump with the ks-ks? Yeah, I, there's more bar soap present in the house. Well, because most of the plastic used in bottled soap can't get recycled so okay so it doesn't have anything to do with working better Mm-mm. you're just saying to to save on the recycling or whatever yeah because you have the bottle then there's a little twisty thing that's a different kind of plastic yeah but you then can fill the, the bottle back up this is true and the bar soap comes in a box or a bag of some sort <laughs> doesn't it when you buy it or paper yeah yeah so i mean really not really much of a difference there i don't think with the paper versus three different kinds of plastic and then like a little But if you're reusing the soap, I mean, if you're filling back up the plastic container. Well, how does liquid soap get filled back into liquid soap? What? In a plastic container. Oh, no. I mean, if you reuse the bottles you got. If you keep buying it again, then yeah, bar soaps. Well, yeah, you can get the giant jug of soap. Oh, no, I'm with you now. I'm just saying. (laughs) Okay. We we could reuse the bottles like we did, Mm -hmm. you know. What about lava soap? That's better than liquid, I bet. Uh, lava. It's lava soap, man. Yeah, that'll that'll wash your hands all the way down to the answers of the test Dude, back in eighth grade. You do everything with that, Shoot. except your dick. <laughs> you clean it all. Yeah, see, I use lava so much I lost my dick. Yeah, well, it's lava soap, man. <laughs> that stuff is uh, rough. Yeah, yeah. We don't have any of that, no. luckily. So do you know how soap works? What? What? I well, I still don't know which one's better, liquid or a bar. Well, I'm gonna we're gonna work through it. Oh, we haven't got to that. Yet. No, do you know how soap works? Um. No, you know what? I do not know how it works. <laughs> well, they can they contain. Soap. I don't think I've ever thought about it. 
how does soap work? Yeah. They contain surfactants, and they are substances that reduce friction, a.k.a. they're slippery, and this forces longer wash times, which also helps remove germs. Bar soap is basically made from a combo of fats, oils, and perfume that come together to create a substance with the ability to, when wet, capture and remove dirt and germs. Liquid hand soaps are technically detergents, meaning they share the cleansing properties of soap, but they don't react with the minerals in hard water and are less likely to leave a film, aka soap scum, behind. Ooh, your face. Wow. No, I mean... You're deep in thought. <laughs> no, that, that sounds right to me. Like, so it, uh, it, it, it captures the germs kind of mm -hmm. and uh then you know you rinse it off and it the soap grabs the germs and it, it goes down the drain yeah down the drain or whatever yeah okay and then liquid soap doesn't leave film because right. there's not uh the extra residue or whatever yeah it doesn't it's more of a detergent okay so so slippery what was it? Succulents? <laughs> what, was it? what was it that was in them? Surfactants. Surfactants. Slippery surfactants. <laughs> it's full of slippery surfactants, and it uh, <laughs> it uh, it grabs the uh, germs mm -hmm. and holds on to them. All right. Yeah, I got it. Should you buy antibacterial soap? Well, I mean, I, I have I have <laughs> done that. I think. Uh -huh. Well, uh, both liquid and bar soaps can be found with or without antibacterial ingredients. And the active ingredient in these soaps is a substance called benzyl, benzyl coronium, conium chloride, and most bar and liquid soaps contain a similar amount. Are there soaps that are pro? Pro bacteria. Uh, pro bacteria. <laughs> uh, they're like, hey, we're for it. We, we, uh, huh. I thought all of them would be. See, we just spoke about germs, but what's the difference between germs and bacteria? Oh, I will get to that. No, well, that's Stay what I tuned. mean. So I mean, like, so so if it ain't antibacterial, it's just about them germs. Well, as it turns out, antibacterial chemicals are not a necessity. The FDA released a report declaring that store-bought soaps with antibacterial substances are no more effective than soaps that don't contain antibacterial agents. Why is that? I don't know. I didn't read the report. So the ones that are antibacterial aren't even that anti. That's right. They're, they're kind, like, they're kind, kind of, of like, pro. Yeah. Well, they're just, they're, they're neutral. They're indifferent. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, bacteria, we don't, we don't care. Yeah. You you can stay on these hands. You can come with us. Whatever you want to do, we're not we're not we don't have a dog in this fight. No. Well, that's crazy. Well, it just so, says I mean, the bottom line when uh, when done properly, bar and liquid soaps are equally effective. Antibacteria sounds like some stuff where they just want to charge you more money. You know what I mean? Like, let's see what we could say about this soap. <clears throat> And uh, make a little bit more money. What can we say? Can we say it's antibacteria? It's like, well, it kind of is, but it's not really. It's like, well, you know, we can say it, though. Right. We could say it's like, hey, look, we're, we're, we're discouraging the bacteria. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll put it on the package and we'll charge more. That's what that sounds like. I think so. Yeah. All right. But doesn't, like, 
Like, isn't there, like, good bacteria, too? Like, in yogurt stuff? Like, <laughs> you trying to wash with yogurt? No, I'm just saying, like, not all bacteria is bad. So, why even take a position? You know what I mean? Like, you're going to judge all bacteria based on, you know... So, one... Some bacteria. <laughs> one one <laughs> bad gonna, apple spoils yeah, the barrel? Yeah, right. Barrel? You're going to be, like, you know prejudice against bacteria like that bacteria i don't think so because there's good ones out there too you mm -hmm. know what i mean don't judge a bacteria book by its cover Shoo. all right so uh well as far as like washing your hands you know we just talked about you know what kind of soap or whatever yeah. um food safety measures you know to prevent foodborne illness and that's you know where all this cleaning comes in frequent hand washing cleaning of surfaces and utensils cooking to the right temperature can reduce transmission of viruses through food. So there is a part in here that I'll get to in between bacteria and virus, but uh, this is about the corona. But um, uh, a factor is the biology of the virus. It cannot survive for weeks at a time on a surface, a characteristic of other foodborne viruses, such as norovirus, uh, da, 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 da. Un and unlike bacteria, viruses cannot grow inside food. So that's the bacteria versus a virus. So you're keeping your hands clean because of the bacteria. What? <laughs> Man, I didn't So the amount it. of virus in the food would be expected to dwindle with time rather than grow. I'm going to ask you about that again off the air because I don't understand none of that, what you just said. <laughs> the type of virus should not survive well in the stomach, which is very acidic. That's good news all around. Yeah. Well, I, no, I would have to take you back to the beginning, I think, because mm -hmm. I, I, like, I didn't follow any of that. Right. I heard like foodborne. Well, as far as catching like, corona from eating food, no, it's not going to survive on the food because the cooking will kill it or your stomach right. acids will. But where if you were touching something in the store and then brought it home and touched your lips or your face, you were touching the face. Right. Then you could get the corona by but, touching your face. I got you. But it's not going to survive your stomach. Right. But foodborne, is that one word or two? Foodborne. Foodborne identity? What? Yeah. Uh -huh. Is that where you're going with that? No, I mean, but like, I've heard it now a bunch. Mm -hmm. How do you spell that born? Is it one? Is it two? It's two words, right? Foodborne? Yeah. And sometimes then, hyphenated, sometimes not. Uh, so it could be. It's close to being one word. <laughs> yeah, why? It's a new one for me. I mean, it's come up, like, I hadn't heard that word, but like, you know, three or four times in my whole life. You hear four or five times tonight. That's what I mean. That's mm. why. That's why it's like you know that as soon as you said that, like in that like paragraph of explanation you were doing, <laughs> like the second word you said was foodborne, and I was like, is that one word or two in my head? And then I just debated it the whole time, and you were like, and virus. And so that's why you want me to discuss later because you were just on remix of foodborne. Yeah, no, I had no idea okay. what you were saying. I All right, just well, I'm going to continue with the facts. No, that's good. Yeah, that's why we're here. Did it, we're here. Let me see if I can get you to break it down in English for me. Can I go on with the facts and we'll talk about foodborne? Well, no, later? but did you say virus versus bacteria? In yes. That? Yeah, so what's the difference then? Well, the virus, if it's on your food, it's probably because you touched it. It's not coming from... Gotcha. You know, somewhere with a virus on it. Yeah. 
Okay. So even if there was the remote chance that a virus was on your food, it would, uh, or let's say a virus was on lettuce, I don't know, then your the stomach acid would kill it first. Okay. Or the cooking would would kill if the corona was on it. Gotcha. But bacteria can survive. Bacteria can survive. Okay. So that's why you have to be a lot more careful bacteria. Because it can survive the stomach acids too. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, now I got it. See, that's what I'm saying. I needed you to figure it out and then simplify it for me. Okay. And that's what you did. So, um, did you know that um, each year, roughly one out of six Americans, that's 48 million people, get sick? 128, I'm talking about uh, like food poisoning. Um, 120,000 are hospitalized and 3,000 die from foodborne diseases. I didn't think it was that high, but then when you start talking about millions and millions, you know, then it, then I guess it's easy to say thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's a damn shame. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, you go out to eat, uh, you expect, uh, not to be poisoned. <laughs> I mean, I think it's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. And if you do get poisoned, that's, um, that's not a good time. And, you know, I feel like I've been poisoned in the past. And uh, I feel like I've known Food people. poisoning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't elude that nah, I, yeah, just, I'm putting antifreeze oh, yeah, in a drink or something. Regular poison. Every, <laughs> every night. Just a little sip before bed. No. Um, food poisoned. And I know people that have. Like, I feel like I, everybody's got a story. So, yeah, I imagine it does happen a lot. Mm-hmm. So, uh, reducing foodborne illness by 1%. Just 1% would keep 500,000 Americans from getting sick. Foodborne. Mm-hmm. There we go. Um, and it is two word, or it is one word in this one. It's not hyphenated. Yeah, see, that's weird. But okay. So also, did you know that leftovers should be stored in airtight, shallow containers? Airtight, mm-hmm. shallow containers, leftovers. Shallow. Um, shallow. Just, just so basic. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, airtight, <laughs> uh, seal it up good. Yeah, you don't want to leave that shit out. That's, if, you, if you're yeah. trying to eat it again, you're going to wrap it up. Yep. Do not so, allow leftovers to come to room temperature before refrigerating them. Do not allow them to become room temperature. Yeah, well, like you get something hot, hot, and like I'll do it. I'll leave it out yeah. for just a hot minute right? and let it cool, and then I'll put it in the fridge. Yeah. Because if you put like super hot foods in the fridge, then the heat coming from that has a chance of activating the bacteria that's already in there right and then it'll make everything grow a colony so i, I do let them cool a little bit but right. not room temperature i don't know if i knew all the reasoning but i knew that the longer you leave it out the more you're taking a chance that like something can you know you can get some bacteria or something. You know what I mean? Like, the longer you leave something out, not refrigerated, that's when you open up yourself to all the yeah, but, You know, I remember being a kid going to a barbecue or, or whatever, and that potato salad was out. Yeah. Flies walking on it. Just give it a stir. Well. I mean, you, I don't think it was, you know, you know six, seven hours old. But, I mean, right. it, was, it was warm. Sometimes, you know, sometimes if you see it's been out, you just you just keep walking. It's like, man, it's been here a while. You know, that's when that's when a person needs to. Uh, there needs make to be it. an adult in the room. Well, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like that. If you eat the potato salad, 
that came out at 11 a.m. at 9 o'clock at night out on the deck or whatever, <laughs> flies and all that stuff, and you get sick, that one's on you. I don't feel bad for you there. So if that's one of the, if that's your food poisoning, you did that to yourself. You know, you just gotta you gotta have some sense. But if you, if like somebody offered you some of that potato salad and you just got there and you didn't know it been out ten hours, then yeah. that's that's them poisoning you. Yeah. So. Do you wash your meat? <laughs> Lava soap. <laughs> Lava. No. Um. Hmm. What? What? Like before you cook. Things, yeah, you're supposed to wash it. Mm -mm. What? Nope. You're not? No. What do you... When did you ever see me wash meat? I usually pat it dry with a paper towel. I guess I've never seen anybody open like a pack of hamburger, Billy. (laughs) Let me me run this through the water real quick. (laughs) I guess I haven't seen that. But, like, with chicken and stuff, I think I've seen that. Yeah. But, so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't, you know, you talking about specific meat? Well, you wouldn't be washing hamburger, but... <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. So but I mean, like... washing meat and poultry, you think you're removing bacteria from meat and poultry by washing it, but actually, you might be allowing germs to spread to other ready-to-eat foods and causing cross-contamination in the process. So well... you're washing your chicken, it splashes, splashes on the faucet, splashes on the next sink, splashes on the counter. Then yeah. you think you're wiping it up, and then all you're doing is smearing it around. So the bacteria, just, just blot your your meat dry. It's uh, it's tricky, but we'll see. That's the thing. Like then, see if you're saying it's clean right out the package, then like you're saying it was clean going in to be packaged, and that's you know factory germs or whatever. True. Like, so so I mean, but those will be killed by with cooking. But well, a lot of people think when they well, open the okay. the package, yeah. especially chicken, and it has that little sanitary napkin yeah. at the bottom I right. think that's blood it's not well here's 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 the thing so you say like with cooking with the heat or whatever it'll kill it off like I worked at Burger King and if we dropped a Whopper on the floor oh five second no well we would just stick it back through the <laughs> the grill the <laughs> oh. fucking the broiler or yeah I don't have that fat candy but when... the conveyor thing but I can't remember what it was called yeah but like so if that's the case like you know what I mean like it but you know I could just be like well he killed it the floor germs because that's pretty much the same thing you're saying now yeah well I guess if you're going to put it through the flame broiler then maybe it would kill it but there is no five second rule like throw it out if it falls on the floor but not at Burke. You just put it on the grill. Yeah, well, right? I understand that. Maybe so. you slow down the time a little bit. Put some quarters on that shit. <laughs> see if we can, like, melt them. Mm-hmm. That shit was cool. Yeah, the way to kill bacteria <laughs> is to cook all meat, poultry, and seafood to the proper temperature. So, yeah, just cooking is the cure. Mm-hmm. So, you know, then don't wash your meat, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just cook it. <laughs> so the same pathogens that cause food poisoning can cause, get this, arthritis, kidney failure, meningitis, and Guillain-Barre syndrome. Guillain-Barre. Mm-hmm. I'm saying he's still a pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals? Uh, no, I think he got <laughs> traded. Uh, what? Uh, food poisoning cases lead to secondary long-term illnesses. Uh, pregnant women and newborns, those newborns, they newborns. should they should be careful what they eat. Newborns <laughs> should stay away from the foodborns. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, older adults and people with weakened immune systems. So be careful what you put in your face. So um, 
What do you think is one of, now this one is kind of a curious fact. Well, it sounded like a question. What, what well, do you think so of? when, you know, like you were just saying about washing your meat or being careful or whatever. So, um, like something that you think is like foodborne or, or like a food safety thing. Like you shouldn't eat it because blah, blah, blah. Oh, like a thing I do? You want to know about one I do? Yeah. I smell the milk. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. You know, I open up the thing. If the date, well, you know, you got the date, right? Mm-hmm. And, you, and you go by the date for the most part. But even like a day or two before the date, I'll give it a good sniff. Okay. You know, and mm-hmm. it, you can smell if it's bad. Yeah. So uh, a lot of times I rely on my other senses. If the color of something isn't right, Mm -hmm. you know, if it went in the fridge red and now it's brown, that isn't good. You know what I mean? Like, I use my own senses Mm -hmm. to tell. I don't necessarily have, like, a a scientific method. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that method has been getting us by for uh, a while now. Yeah. (laughs) Well, um... So that's what I do. Right. Well, a popular one is don't eat raw cookie dough. Well, that's more of, see, that's the thing. Like, it smells good, and it looks good, and it tastes good, right? Mm-hmm. So that would be one that doesn't, like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just too early. You know what I mean? Like, the eggs and stuff isn't cooked, right? Actually, well, I mean, yes. Eggs could have a, a hint of salmonella. And they need that flame to, to get rid Cook of that. It out. Yeah, right. But um, that goes back to all that. That's yeah. Good. Well, the real danger in raw cookie dough uh-huh. is the flour. Oh. Well, what's what's dangerous about it? Yeah, most of us have been told not to eat raw flour. I've never been told to eat raw flour. <laughs> Why would I? <laughs> be no. Good. But anyway. Not to eat it? No, nobody's ever told me that. They told me not to eat the cookie dough, though. But they didn't, I always thought it was because of the eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, raw flour is unsafe because uh, if flour remains dormant in a tub or bin, this is clearly has been written in the UK, for a long period of time, it becomes an ideal home for E. coli. Flour? Mm-hmm. See, you know, when I think E. coli, I don't know why, but I always think like... Lettuce. Yeah, lettuce eggs like chicken something like you know some kind of like a meat product or an animal product yeah right yeah Yeah. yeah. yep so so it becomes an ideal home for e coli and as if that weren't serious enough mice and rats have access to stored flour but that's the thing flour like sugar salt or whatever i wouldn't think there'd be no problems with it like it doesn't seem as alive you know flour. What I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. so the best way to store raw flour is to, uh, you know, of course, to store it properly, but place it in an airtight container. There's that airtight again, and um, don't allow it to be open for you know long periods of time. Don't let it, it breathe. No. <laughs> yeah. No air, and don't allow. Yeah. It. So you should take it out of the bag that it comes in and put it in another container, which I do that here. So. That's good. Mm-hmm. You should put it into a plastic container, and that way we can keep using it. It's in the plastic container. I oh, take it out of the bag. There you go. And put it in the container. You, yeah. Once the liquid soap's gone, you can use that <laughs> for a container as well. 
So it's unlikely you've thought of deliberately eating raw flour straight from the bin, but there are more common ways for people to accidentally consume raw flour. Uh, again, uncooked cake batter, cookie dough, or other mixtures involving flour. Um, probably follow instructions how to cook any food items containing flour, you know, like if you're breading yeah. meat. Um, chill products containing raw flour according to the label instructions. Um, keep raw foods away from other foods so as to avoid cross-contamination. So if I was using something with flour, like, hmm, I don't know, say you're making ravioli or pierogi or something like that, then, you know, cook that first, clean up, and then move on to the next thing so you're not getting that raw flour on something else. That's crazy, man. That's something that I don't think a lot of people know. No, because I used to, not if my same. mom used to make cookies and roll them out or yeah. something, like, I would take the little scraps and yeah. eat it because it was, like, salty and it was yummy. I don't think that, I, I would say that that's, like, a pretty rare, rare fact that people should know because if they, you know, like, if you knew the facts, then you might not, you know, get mm -hmm. E. coli. Right. Or eat rat droppings. Um, yeah, toss out old flour and then avoid using raw flour in crafts as children are more likely to put them in their mouth. So there's like homemade Play-Doh recipes and it's like flour and salt and like water or oil or something like that and then like you what? put in food coloring. Yeah. That's yeah. that's no good. No. Mm -mm. Well, shit, so, man. You gotta, yep. you know, you gotta do what's right for the kids. I mean, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, see, that's one. That one's that one's crazy to me because, you know, I know that common people don't know that, but like scientists and shit know that. Like, somebody wrote that out, so they should have been like, "Hey, no, um, we checked with the board, <laughs> and there's some scientist guy on there who's like, flowers no good for kids, so." Uh, have to change up that recipe you know yeah what there should be a, a warning on the on the label then, that's what i'm saying on the package. yeah like if Don't somebody you know and i mean that's information that needs to be out there dude that's crazy i can't believe you're making products like that and you know it's going unchecked mm -hmm. you know because the first thing i would think if you're making some products for some kids <laughs> would be like yo all this shit that's going into the product is safe for the kids and if somebody's like well not one of them. Just be like, oh, we'll get that shit out of there then. You know what I mean? That should be the first question. Yeah. So that's all I got for uh, soap. Wash your hands. Don't, yeah, don't a... eat raw flour. <laughs> don't be a dirty bird. Don't cross-contaminate. Wash your hands. Sing happy birthday. Actually, I'm so sick of hearing people tell me to sing happy birthday while I wash my hands. I could slap a hoe. You got anything else? Yeah. I'm. I'm also annoyed <laughs> you know but I feel like I wasn't even going to mention it what? and I didn't oh so I won't <laughs> <laughs> what you're just gonna leave everybody hanging what you're so annoyed about hand washing no 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 not oh. about well yeah not not that but just the 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 forced conversation or the unescapable conversation and the 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 message you know what i mean like i got it already i'm good you know that's all okay wash your hands you filthy animals yeah yep all right it's cooked boop, boop, boop.